Hello and welcome to our North Church Parent Podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us today. My name is Christian Velez and I am our student pastor here at North Church. Our goal is to prepare you and equip you with resources for raising awesome godly kids. Whether they're newborns or off to college, we want to do our best to prepare you for the journey ahead. We hope and pray that these conversations will prepare you to be the parent that God created you to be. If there is any topic you would love for us to discuss, please email us at parents at north.church. We would love to hear from you. Also, go ahead and subscribe to our channel wherever you're listening, as we will continue to release more and more episodes. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Let's jump into the conversation. my friend Bo with us. What's going on, family? <laughs> Bo, tell me a little bit about you and your wife. I know you guys have been married for a long time. Tell me about your kids. Yeah. We're going to put a picture on the screen okay. that I saw yesterday. <laughs> and it was amazing. Man, my, my family, I love my family. I love hanging out with them. I think they're amazing. Uh, my wife and I, uh, Lauren, uh, we've been married for 14 years. And then we have four incredible kids. I've got 12-year-old twins, boy and a girl, Maddox and Zoe. I got a nine-year-old boy, Julian. And then my youngest just turned seven. His name is Ames. And so together, man, we uh, we youth pastor uh, here in Oklahoma City. It's the joy of our lives, man. We love it. Good. How long have you guys been married? I don't know if you said that. 14 years. 14 yeah. years. Yeah. So we met in high school. That's what so, I was Yeah, my get wife to. and I, we, we met in high school and started dating our junior year in high school. And then the rest is history. I don't know if you, <laughs> if you realize this, but Bo and I are brothers. Yeah. Every, <laughs> we're not, but everyone always thinks I'm like, hey, I met your brother. I went to another church yeah. and I, I'm pretty sure that was your brother. So you were at our church not too long ago. And one of our staff members at the church took a picture of you and be like, dude, your brother's here. I was like, <laughs> It's crazy. We had uh, Shannon Fouts, which is Rodney's wife. Um, yeah. They're the lead pastor for a church. Mm -hmm. She told me one day, say, I was at People's Church and the guy on the stage, <laughs> it looked just like you. Crazy. It's so crazy. Uh, we're good friends. Uh, Bo is a youth pastor at People's Church. Great, great youth pastor. And uh, we're having a great conversation today. But before, I want to ask Christian, our podcast producer, to lead off on the first question. All right. I want to know. I'm going to kick us off. Um, and I just want to know, Bo, what was the first electronic device you ever owned or you got as a gift, whatever that may be, the first electronic device you ever owned? I'm going to toss it back to y'all. First electronic device, it was a, uh, a Game Boy. Uh, okay. The first edition Game Boy. And I had the Home Alone game, but you had to escape <laughs> from Harry and Marv playing Home Alone on uh, this non-colored version oh, Game Boy. I was so the say. original, original <laughs> Game Boy. So you got the thick one, the yeah, big the one. the thick one. Yeah, it's second, like eventually it just didn't work and it became a paperweight. It just held stuff down. <laughs> it's massive. Hey, let us know on the comments up below, what was your first electronic device? I got excited because yeah. the first thing for me was my a Game Boy, the okay. Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah. I still remember, so I thought, oh, wait. no, 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 no. Yours was the... <laughs> just a little bit different, just a little bit different. 
So in this conversation, we want to talk about uh, electronic devices in kids and teenagers. Uh, the whole reason for this podcast is we want to partner with parents. We want to partner with you and help you have healthy conversations with your kids. I think the, the biggest mistake that sometimes parents can make is to think that, oh, my kids know about this. They know right. how to control these things. I think we have to be more comfortable having this conversation. Yeah. So I know that your twins yeah. got for their birthday uh -huh. their first cell phone. They did. So they did. I want to read a scripture. <laughs> And then we're gonna go into that conversation. So the Proverbs 22, six, it's what scripture that we have based this podcast. Direct your child, your children onto the right path. Yeah. And when they are older, they will not leave it. Yeah. So now talking about electronics, right. talking about phones, I wanna hear how many times did they ask you for a phone? Man, it was, it was a lot. It was <laughs> a lot. Um, and I think for, for my wife and I, uh, it was, it was always conversational. Okay. And so uh, I think for us, and again, just big shout out to all the amazing parents out there. This is part of the conversation. Like for me, it didn't start with just my wife and I having conversation and making a decision. Man, we believe strongly in it takes a village. We believe strongly <laughs> in having people in our lives that are just a little bit ahead of us. Mm -hmm. So, man, some amazing families in our church. And we just went to them and said, hey, when did you give your kids a phone and why? Yeah. You know, just started asking questions. And we didn't necessarily fall in the same category as all of them. We had to make a decision as parents for our kids. Just like I'm sure it's different for every yeah. family, different for every kid. Too. Yeah. And, and two, we felt kind of pressured with having twins if you do for one, you need to do for both. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're wrestling that tension because our twins, one's a boy, one's a girl. They both are incredible kids, but they're both in their own separate development journey. Yeah. And so we made a decision that we weren't going to give them phones until they were both ready. Okay. Now, some of that was as parents, there are just situations where we needed our kids to have a phone. And it could be as practical as that. It's like, okay, you got cheer practice, you got soccer practice. We need to know when it ends, th those things like that. Um, but then other things were, man, where are our kids in their development? Mm -hmm. What, how, how are they, how are they looking at a phone? Do they feel like they deserve a phone or do they Ooh. feel like the phone is a privilege? Do they feel, do they, do they show responsibility around the home? Or do they only show interest when they want something? And so we're looking as parents, we're constantly looking at our kids' attitudes. Attitudes dictate their actions. Mm -hmm. So what, what kind of attitudes are we seeing? Because as parents, man, I just, I want to I wanna reward the mess out of my kids. <laughs> my wife's always, hey, Bo, you need to pump the brakes, pump the brakes. <laughs> I just want to reward them. I love giving stuff to my kids, but I also want to train them that I'm not in a way that I'm not giving them something that's going to be destructive. Yeah. I think that when it comes to a phone, when it comes to anything that would be a privilege, I think as parents, it would be good for us to weigh out. Okay. Is my kid ready? And if the answer is no, that's great. Yeah. Because as a parent, you're aware. We would look at a parent and, and you'd give, if they gave a kid, a six, seven, eight year old kid, the keys to their favorite vehicle, here you're awesome go you're like no that's not a wise decision <laughs> yeah. i think it's the same thing when it comes to phone because even with the phone 
the phone has access to a ton of things, but we put a ton of limitations on okay. those. On those because again, our kids are on a journey. Yeah. We want to protect them, but we also want to instruct them on say, hey, this is how you operate. This is what this is for. This is why we do this. And so different things like that. You talked about how you wanted to make sure that it was it, their attitudes. Mm -hmm. You talked about how you didn't want them to think I, I deserve a phone or like because everyone, I think like one of the hardest things like for parents, like all of their friends are having phones right. and they feel like they're left out. And that can be a very difficult conversation for the student, for the right. kid to understand. Right. Uh, one of the things you talked, we got to know where you're at, when practice ends. I also, but you said, we didn't give it to them until they were ready, yeah. which I'm sure was inconvenient for you and yeah. your wife. I'm there like, was moments, yes. <laughs> so can you talk about that? You know, because I feel like a lot of times uh, parents uh, could make that mistake. Well, it's, it's convenient for me, but mm. because it's convenient for me, it might harm my children. That's, that's so good. Um, there are so many circumstances. There are so many situations where there are things that require us to do to do things maybe a little bit faster out of convenience. Mm -hmm. um, mad, mad props to all of the single parents out there. Mad props to all of the grandparents, the aunts and uncles helping raise young world changers. Incredible props to all the parents out there because it's such a tough thing. You just, sometimes you don't know and that's where you find yourself just praying and asking God to give you peace. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the, the devices and when were they ready, we, we had to look at our kids and say, okay, are they making responsible decisions with what they currently possess? So this is my this is my next question yeah. on it. Uh, phones are a huge responsibility. They are. They're a huge responsibility, parents. How did you prep your children with that responsibility? One, how do you prep them? We're gonna wait till this for yeah. you get a phone, but when you have a phone, I don't think even adults understand the kind of responsibility <laughs> that social media yeah. and having their phones is. How did you prep your children for that? Yeah. Uh, so. Man, uh, we, we established early on just some fundamental values and principles for our house. So my kids know that the Dore house has Dore rules. With being a Dore, we think it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it may not be the greatest for other people, but for us, we're proud about it and we know that God has a calling and a purpose on our lives. And so we've just established some principles that, man, there are certain things that we don't do. Not that it's bad. We just don't partake in them. Yeah. And so when it comes to the phone and, and those things, we, we, we gifted our kids with cell phones. But on that, we put very, very strict limitations mm -hmm. that we agreed upon. So a couple of those limitations are in this season, 12-year-old twins, for our reasoning, nothing bad about it. They don't have social media because I believe friends are best. You have relationships with your friends. Yeah. And so I just don't want my kids battling with comparison more than they already do. Yeah. And I know the struggle that it, even for adults, yeah. for you and I, it's not, yeah. it's hard. So there's those things. Um, and then on the other side of it is, is with the restrictions we've, we've said, Hey, we want to approve anybody you're texting. We want to approve anybody you give your phone number to. Mm -hmm. 
mom and dad love you and we want to protect you in this area. And if, if there's any kind of questions, we invite questions. I want my kids talking to me. Yeah, and we have a half conversations about that. I want before. that. I, and I've let them know at the dinner table, at home, you can say whatever you, you can ask whatever question and dad will answer it. I will answer whatever question. You heard something at school? Man, let me know about it. <laughs> well, people are talking about this. Let's talk about it. You know, you're not going to get punished for asking a question. It, it's, I just like that open dialogue. Yeah, that's good. And so that's the way we approach even handing them the phones. It's like, okay, this, we're going to talk about this. And when you want something about it or something new on the phone, let's talk about it. Yeah. If the answer is no, we're okay. Another thing that this, my wife, she's a genius, man. She just, she parents our kids so well. But we, we started asking our kids for their passcode. Instead of establishing the passcode for them, we asked it, for, asked it from them to start getting them to hunger for accountability. Yeah, that's good. And so accountability is something that you have to learn first before you thirst for it or you hunger for it. And so we're trying to teach that and utilize small things like a cell phone, even with the massive amount of things you can access. Mm -hmm. There's a tremendous amount of limitations that we put on it. You talked about apps. There are some apps that they're not allowed to download or to have because you're protecting them. Mm -hmm. You know, like we, like the scripture says, you know, direct yeah. your children yeah. in the right path. Even when they're old, they're not going to, that's what we want to do is to, we want to, help our children make the best decisions in their life. But it has to come from the side of you're making a decision. I'm here right alongside yeah. you. Yeah. I don't know if you have any, um, you say that you ask your kids for the, for their passcode. Did you guys, uh, go through their texts? Do you guys go through their apps? Do, do you guys do any of that at your home right now? We do. Okay. We do. Um, and it's not, it, it's not out of any kind of, we don't trust you. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's, it's the same thing I practice with my wife. Mm -hmm. My wife has access to my phone. She has all of my passwords. Yeah. I led with that when I was talking to my kids. It's like, Hey, your dad wants accountability. I need accountability. I'm not out there doing anything crazy, but mm -hmm. I just want your mom to know that she can, she can trust me no matter what. And it's, uh, the, the same way we do for our kids. Hey, let that look and see who you're texting. Okay, you know, who you've been calling, just those things. Um, and yeah, it's, it's simple. At this point, our kids welcome it. It's a, it's a, it's a normal part of just their development journey. And What would you say to a mom and a dad that maybe they have not done any of that? Yeah. Is it too late to start doing it? Or how would you say, have this conversation? Because I think the reason why parents don't do it is because of they feel like they already messed up. Yeah. So they don't they want, it's pride that I'm like, I yeah. don't want to tell my kid, hey, I give you this too early or too soon. What would you say to a yeah. mom or dad that now is like, well, I'm worried for my kid and I don't want to look like yeah. I'm, I'm weird now. How, right. how would you advise a mom and a dad to do that? Maybe to a 16, 17 year old. That's good. Um, and so let me just say this to the parents. Uh, I've messed up. I've made so many mistakes as a parent. And so the best time to start is now. Um, unfortunately, we can't rewind time. Mm -hmm. And so there are always things when it comes to parenting and seasons where you're like, ah, I wish I would have known that earlier, or I wish I could have implemented it earlier, but it doesn't stop what you can do right now. 
And so there are seasons of life for a kid, you know, like that, that first phase in life, zero to two, you're really, as a parent, you're just serving the needs of your kids. You're feeding them, you're changing their diaper, you're putting them in bed, you're bathing them, the whole thing. And then after that zero to two begins this new journey from like three to 13, where you're leading them and you're providing authority and establishing disciplines mm -hmm. for your kids. And then from 13 to about 18 is where you start mentoring. Yeah. And so that mentorship, that's where even from 13 to 16 to 18, it's kind of some big substantial years for kids. But that's for me, I have people in my life that mentor me and the greatest mentors in my life constantly ask me questions, helping me get to a place where I want to be. Yeah. So I would say if you have a kid in that later teen age and you're like, man, we didn't establish those things as a mentor, which you are a parent, a guardian, you can then lean into them and say, man, what do you want your life to look like? Yeah. How do you want to be perceived as a young man or a young woman? What do you want to become? And then it's their idea. And you, then you begin to create dialogue mm -hmm. and say, man, how about we establish this? Do you think that would be good? And so it may not look like um, at 16, them having had a phone for the last six years yeah. saying, okay, I'm putting a passcode on everything. You can't go on the internet, no, mm -hmm. no social media. That might be a little bit drastic in yeah. that moment. But what you can do is start having conversation and dialogue and helping them in their journey. I like that you say as parents, you got a mentor. I know always use the term like as, as uh, parents, we have to learn how to coach yeah. kids. Yep. How do, we don't want them really tell them what necessarily to do, but help them understand, ask them them questions so they can come up with the answers. Instead yeah. of telling me, you cannot do that. We'll talk about, right. is this good for you? Right. We talked about social media a lot. So you being a youth pastor, you have many conversations with students, many conversations with parents. Parents ask me a lot of times, when is a good time to have social media? When is a good time to have Snapchat? And like, well, that's different for everyone. It I is. know what my capacity is. I know what I can take. There are some apps I don't mess with. Yeah. Because as an adult, I don't have control. Right. If you look at how much I spend on social media, I mean, I will be embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, it's hours <laughs> upon. If I cannot control that, how can a 12, 13, 14, 15 year old control it? So I think that's the, the, the we need to be comfortable with having those conversations with yeah. our kids. I'm like, hey, is this good for you? Yeah. Like, why do you want to be on social media? Why do you want to be on social media for so long? I think it's just helping them come up with the answers. You know what? I kind of want that, but I know that's not good for me. Yeah. We all need boundaries. Yeah. Life is most successful in boundaries. Look at every sporting adventure. Or every sport has boundaries. Yeah. You play the game or and you succeed within the boundaries. Life has boundaries. And I think it's important, even, even for those parents who have kids that are younger, and you're looking you're like, oh, well, my kid's a couple years away from getting a phone. I think now, right now, their device may be TV, maybe an iPad where they're watching. That screen time, you, you can create boundaries and kind of dictate how they're going to respond mm -hmm. to a new device a little bit later on in life. Yeah, that's good. That's and good so, training. Yeah, it's training. Again, going back to the scripture, train yeah. your child, train your children in the way that they should go. And it's never too early to start, and it's never too late to start. Yeah. Right now is where you are. You can do this, like mm -hmm. you can do it. God has gifted you with world changers in your house. 
that is the greatest stewardship opportunity that we have is to disciple and to mentor our children. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Let me ask you one more question about phones and teens and yeah. kids. Um, when you guys go to sleep, do your kids keep the phones in their rooms? Do they live in the living room? Do you have a specific place? I am adopting that now. Yeah. Always my, my thought was like, well, what if there is an emergency? And mm -hmm. my mom or so-and-so calls me and yeah. I'm in the middle of the night. Well, half of the time I'm not going to answer because I'm asleep anyways. Yeah. So I have been leaving my phone in the living room because I don't want to be distracted because if I can fall asleep, it will be easy to go to Instagram or social media. Uh -huh. But I remember when I was in high school, I have a friend, I had a friend and he wasn't allowed to have the phone in his room. Yeah. And to me, that was like, well, that's crazy. He yeah. had it in the living room. And, and it, he said, I said, well, what, what for your alarm? He says, oh, my dad bought me an alarm clock. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, that's crazy. It's like military house, which it was. Yeah. But tell me about how is that at your house? Yeah. We, we don't allow uh, the phones to be in the rooms. Um, and it is, it is solely for accountability purposes. Yeah. Uh, I know what I am uh, capable of doing when I'm tired and alone. Yep. And so I would be foolish to think that my 12 year old would not be struggling or have the temptation to do some of the same. Mm -hmm. And so it is mere protection. We have alarm house alarm clocks in our house. Uh, we're not a military family, <laughs> but we are a strong accountability family. And I just think that, again, we thrive with boundaries. I'm my a, kids I'm... thrive in those in those moments. I you love know? that you say that because boundaries are not punishments no and that's like a blessing people think that well if you put this boundary you're punishing me or that i feel neglected i feel like you don't like no yeah we're setting those things to protect you we're yeah. setting those and as a parent that is your responsibility and you know what the greatest conversation to christian is even with my 12 year olds we sat down as a family my wife and them the two the twins and we established the boundaries together hey what do you guys think about this Oh, I don't know. Well, hey, mom and dad, we feel this way. Do you agree? Yeah, we agree. Like, and they now are participators in establishing their own boundaries. And what, what we're training them to do is to be accountable. Yeah. We're training them to have discernment. We're training them to act wisely with the things and understand stewardship and those things. So it's amazing. I, I think that sometimes parents, myself included, can fall into the trap of, I need to make the decisions all the time and not include them. When you include them, it's their idea and it's us as a family. Yeah. As a family, we do this. Yeah. As a family, we don't do this. As opposed to just simply saying, no, you can't ever have that. Yeah. Which is how many parents have raised their kids and how many of us I've were raised. I've made that mistake. Yes, but yeah, I, I remember <laughs> those no's growing up and it was like, okay, the moment they're not looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and so it just, it, it kind of creates some, some tension there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, in student ministry, we talked about boundaries yeah. often. Right. And uh, one of the things that we do, at least here at North Church, with, when it comes to small groups is like, well, talk about those areas in your life, the unit boundaries. I'm not telling the students, unit boundaries from your phone. Unit, I am giving them an opportunity to realize well, this area, if I had boundaries, I could be better. Yeah. I could be, I wouldn't have this much stress or anxiety or anything. So boundaries are 
to protect you. They're a blessing. They're so good. They're a blessing. Yeah. My marriage needs boundaries. Yeah. I need boundaries. My kids need yeah. boundaries. We need boundaries. We we thrive in yeah. boundaries. Imagine going to work and not knowing what the target on the wall is. <laughs> not knowing if I did this, I'll get fired, or if I did this, I'll get a raise. Like not knowing. Yeah. Just show up to work. Like it would drive people nuts. Yeah, right. True. I think kids they need that structure. We need that structure. And man, what a blessing it is to have conversations like this. Uh, I think, you, man, you're just so amazing to even provide this this outlet for parents and say, hey, we want a partner. Mm -hmm. And I love North Church's heart. I love your pastor's heart to reach parents and say, hey, man, we're in this together. Mm -hmm. Let's have conversation. And so much of my wife and I's um, rules, if you will, or guidelines as parents have been through dialogues like this yes. with other parents that have been a little yep. bit further down the road. And we see how their kids act in Walmart. And we're like, <laughs> yes, we, we want that for our kids. Tell us yep. what you did. How did you apply yep. that? What does that look like? And it's not a one size fits all, mm -hmm. but you can grab truth yep. from it and say, okay, this will work for my boy. This will work for my yep. daughter. You know what I'm saying? That is so, so. good. Because we're in a, it, this is a journey. And right. we're in this journey together. You yes. don't have to do it alone. Yeah. And I think that's the lie that we believe that in order to be a good parent, I gotta I gotta do it myself. I gotta figure it out. No, ask the people around you. Yeah. I'm not a dad. You know, that's why I'm creating this podcast, yeah. interviewing people like you that are 12, 13 years <laughs> ahead of me. So I'm like, I would be I would be crazy not to use the the, the experience that you already have, yeah. you know, I heard, I, I heard, I think it's just how the saying goes, like we say, uh, smart people learn from, from their mistake, but yeah. wise people learn from somebody else's yeah. mistake. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I'm trying to do <laughs> yeah. here. I'm like, interview it. Tell me how you messed up. So I don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Man, thank you so much Absolutely. for your wisdom, for uh, being vulnerable and open with our audience. And thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Parent Podcast. Remember, the first Wednesday of every month, we have a new episode and you can answer any question. Email us at parent.north.church. Have a blessed day.